1: What's going on, everybody? Game That Tune is finally back in the house. Oh god, it, it's it's just been so long, guys. I mean to podcast listeners, it's just gonna not feel uh not feel like it's been that long, but man, you know, a couple of weeks hiatus of Game That Tune. And Whew. you know, man, it just it all it just feels like homecoming now. It's just fantastic. Uh it's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan. Uh, clearly moved in and perfectly settled in in his new home base of operations in Baltimore, Maryland. Say hey. 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 And we got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah. Guys, it's good to be back. Um, you know, if you're just joining us on Game That Tune, what we do around here is we belch into the microphone, we listen to video game music, try and guess the games based on the songs and a little bit of trivia. Goof off, have a lot of fun, talk a bunch of mess, and uh, the winner at the end plays a bonus song and gets to pick a theme for the next episode. And I, I literally don't remember who won last uh, three weeks ago whenever we did this. Who was it?
2: I think it might have been David.
1: Oh, wait, I think it was. Was it John? Do we. Do we scar I mean, it ourselves it? out, you know, and that's how the show I ended?
2: I feel like it was
1: John. Ugh, yeah, I do too. Like.
3: We ended the episode with Ska and then didn't appear for like three weeks.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you almost broke the band up, man. You know, Ska is our Yoko. Um, So, Johnny, what theme did you pick for uh, tonight's episode?
3: Uh, I did the 90s. Yeah? We're in episode 97, and uh, it just makes sense. Yes,
1: exactly. We're in our 90s marathon, and we got uh, a lot of awesome 90s uh, games, and... We've been doing a fantastic pop culture rundown, and you know we're all, you know all the way up into 1997, where most of the notable stories involve like death. Uh, you know, I mean, the big one, Princess Diana, or is the big one uh, the notorious B.I.G.? It's a toss up, depending on where you're from. Both were bad. Uh, top songs, "Candle in the Wind," which should have had a Biggie Smalls remix. Quite frankly, agreed. Um, you know, big movies that year, Titanic. You know how hard it is to watch that movie knowing that most of those people are gonna die. Mm? Uh you know, men yeah, in black
2: it does make it even worse. <laughs>
1: men in black. Nobody in that is dead so far, so that's good. Um and one last one for the for the pop culture rundown, Bret Hart was subjected to the Montreal screw job. Jesse, you oh. got any opinions on that?
2: That was that's so wacky and <laughs> fucked up. Like <laughs> Did you read about it? Like, do you know what the screw job was?
1: I only vaguely know that he thought he was going to win and he didn't.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he was supposed to win that night. And then all of a sudden Vince is like, hey, uh, tell the referee to have Shawn Michaels go over (laughs) (laughs) and surprise. And Bret Hart's like, wait, I was supposed to win. This is fucked up. I'm going to go backstage and punch Vince (laughs) McMahon. And that's what
1: happened. Hell yeah. And uh also Chris Farley, Michael Hutchins, Jimmy Stewart, and John Denver died. Johnny, let's uh, let's get into the positive territory, man. Let's just go to game one. It's Valentine's Day. I'm in a I'm in a happy mood. You know, if anybody's here listening and watching live with us, thanks for being here on Valentine's Day. Let's uh let's get sexy we love John.
0: You.
3: <laughs> All right, happy Valentine's Again. Day. Yeah. One.
1: So many games this could be.
3: A little bit of trivia about this game. Every level begins with the letter R.
1: Wow, there's John. so
4: many games this could be.
1: Yeah, hold on, I need to review this trivia real quick. Uh, every level begins with R, uh, and I I wasn't listening to the lyrics of that song, but they seem to be pushing me in a certain direction. I just, oh man, this is toss up, Johnny. no for real, tell us
3: to reveal it. <laughs> yeah, I want you to reveal it. We got Sonic R, Sonic R, and Sonic R, which is correct. I'll name it. Hold on. I I just moved. Uh,
1: a little rusty <laughs> at that,
2: <them>, huh? <laughs> Wait. Isn't he always like that though? No. Nah,
1: bah. Yeah. You can usually at least get the hat trick sound right. right. <laughs> so uh I, I just learned something just now. I, you know, I never bothered listening to the soundtrack or playing this game, obviously, because it's Sonic R for the Sega Saturn and Come the Fuck On. Um, well, we
2: all have four of them, so <laughs> yeah, might as well
1: Exactly, but none yeah, of them right. play Sonic R. I don't get it. Um, but I thought there was just one vocal track in this game. The last song there, Super Sonic Racing, that's the one I've heard because it's in fucking Smash Brothers. Is every song in this game featuring the vocals by that woman? Yep. You're always fuck. hearing that. The uh, fuck.
4: Like <laughs> That's now Imagine that music, that like sort of jazzy poppy music with vocal tracks while you're racing. Like talk about a match made in heaven. I mean, it could work
1: if the racing is super tight, so uh, how's the gameplay on Sonic R?
2: Not great <laughs> <laughs> Yeah? <So good>?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Understatement much. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great, it's awesome. No. <laughs> oh
0: boy. Oh.
3: Yeah, this game is famously terrible. Yeah. Um it does have some cool things going on in terms of visual effects, actually, that uh, were supposedly impossible to do on the Saturn. Hmm. And this is, I like the other week, there's this uh, YouTube channel called Game Hut that's run by a developer of some older Sega games. And he'd work on this, and he has some videos explaining how they pull off some of their visual effects. I'm like, that is so cool. If only the game wasn't <laughs> off.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you wasted them on
2: this. Ugh. <laughs> like,
3: uh... Um, I'm
1: trying to think. I've seen videos of it. I mean, doesn't it have, like, some cool, like, metal reflection type stuff, and, like, uh, yeah. you know, I feel like the tracks, they kind of elevate and, like, you know, change in elevation a little bit more, like, better than even something like Mario Kart 64. Like, it was, uh... It, did,
3: uh... it is really weird. You're running, like Sonic, and you could jump around, and, like, when you're Knuckles, you can glide, you know? Like, so it's not like a traditional racer where you're generally on the track the whole time. You can actually right. get off of it and take little shortcuts, uh, things like that. So, that part is cool. It's just that the everything feels real slippery. Like, the controls are not tight at all. Hmm. Um, it's easy to kind of slide, you know, around and not go where you meant to. Right. Um, it does have unlockable characters. This game is infamous for. Uh, uh a tails doll that you can play as so instead of playing it like there's tails but there's also a tails doll tails doll is literally a doll of tails so it's very um dead looking is it just
0: Amazing. like going. is it just
3: the
4: same character and the same animations or is it literally just like the tails model but it doesn't animate so it's just like floating like a doll
3: i love it no it's a different... It's got a different look to it. He doesn't look... It's not just Tails. It does look like a doll. But again, that's what makes it creepy. Like, imagine playing a racing game where you're just like this lifeless doll running around. Yeah. Very, very bubbling.
1: I like it. Yeah. uh, Let let
0: me ask you,
2: if uh, the controls were a little tighter, would this be like an actually good game? Is that what's holding it back? Is the controls are just awful and it's slippery and stuff? Yeah.
3: I think... And I think there's only five or six courses, which is kind of lame. That was going to be the segue uh, into I a... Mean, uh,
1: so there's like 30 great racetracks in this game, right? Like, <laughs> There are f- five. Five <laughs> fucking tracks. Okay, never mind.
4: I mean, to be fair, it sounds like a cool premise where, you know, it's a Sonic racing game, so everybody's running super fast and, like, you can bump into people like, I would play that if I could control it and there was more than five courses.
1: Right. It, it sounds like it'd be a cool arcade game, perhaps. Not so much like a home console game that I would pay more than a quarter at a time to play. Like, if I bought a game, I mean, this came out in 97, uh, so, I mean, is that that's the same year? Like, Mario Kart came out in 1997, and it had, you know, 16 tracks, and mirrored versions of all the tracks. And then you get Sonic Racing, and it's five tracks. That's just a little bit of a letdown comparatively. Not, you know, <laughs> not saying that, also, you know, to be fair, Nintendo's doing Mario what Sega starts. did not, but, you know, come on. Five...
4: Mario Kart had eight distinct characters, none of which were, like, creepy, eldritch horror-possessed dolls.
2: Yes. That's true, that's true.
1: That would have been pretty tight if they added in an extra, like, eight characters in Mario Kart, just creepy, you know, voodoo dolls of all the characters that you would like, play Okay, Like, okay.
4: If, you're you're if you play through mirror mode and star-like all the courses, you unlock mirror characters.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. Get rid of the baby characters, more demonic, uh... Uh, Possessed doll versions of the Mario characters.
1: Yes, I was going to say super deformed, and I'm like, wait, no, that's the baby characters. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) more chibi characters. No, wait, those are babies. Uh...
4: (laughs) It instead of unlocking baby characters or metal characters, you just unlock like dry bone skeleton versions of all of the characters. That would actually be tight. Skeleton Peach. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, That's cool skeleton toad now that we finally settled the debate about whether his head is his head or his hat you know i need yeah. to see the skeleton that's uh, that's some interesting anatomy uh you, you know.
4: unlock skeleton toad and you see like the mushroom like seeping into his skull yes like. yes
1: <laughs> yeah. uh so anyway yeah so so much to say johnny about sonic r i assume
3: So, I do love that, you know, uh, you can play as Amy Rose in this game, and she's driving a car. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Which,
4: doesn't, like, in Sonic CD, like, doesn't Amy chase after Sonic and, like, catch up to him? Like, she's just as fast, isn't she?
3: Yeah. Uh, In Sonic CD, I don't recall her chasing you. Like, she she catches up to you at one point because you're stopped. Like, I don't recall. There's no race. There's no, like... Thing that really indicates she's as fast as you. I don't think she is. Uh
2: Is Sega City canon?
1: (laughs) 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 And you know, I'm not gonna lie. You know, I was not you know 16 years old in 1987, but I'm pretty sure that women weren't allowed to drive. Um, so (laughs) yeah, I don't know what they're thinking with that inclusion. Like, you know, all the characters are running and she's
3: the driver.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Next song. So. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Okay. No.
3: <laughs> Say your <it>, piece. <laughs> no. So, anyways. Um. Yeah, I think this, this is a game that's promised. I it may have mirror tracks. I'm not 100 percent positive, but the fact that there's only five really kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Controls aren't great. Yep. And you have You have like. There's Metal Sonic and Metal Knuckles, which Ooh. is kind of odd. Uh, you do the Supersonic, and my understanding is, once you unlock Supersonic and you play the Supersonic, I'm pretty sure the only song you hear is the Supersonic Racing song. I think that's the track you're on. You're gonna hear Supersonic Racing the whole time because you're Supersonic, that's... which is great. <laughs> that's I'm starting
1: cool to song. understand why people hate this game. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a bold move. <laughs>
0: Game uh the two. last thing
1: last thing I'll oh, say huh. if me- if metal knuckles isn't gold colored and called brass knuckles quite frankly it's a severely missed opportunity way to go sega you know i'm it's too bad they never made a good sonic racing game after this one anyway moving on john
0: game Whoa. 2
2: Okay, guys. Um, so it's hard to find trivia for this, so I'm gonna uh, list some of the unlockables that you can unlock in the game.
0: Ooh.
2: Um, <clears throat> you can get uh, giant characters, um, meaty arms, um, big head. There's a kid mode. Um, there's an in- invisible walls where you can make the-, the walls will still be there, but they'll be invisible um no gauge mode and uh play as sailor alice so uh, go for it mm-hmm. guys Um, uh, Johnny says Sailor Moon Um, that's incorrect what? (laughs) who'd have thought Uh, ooh David says Mega Man Legends what is sadly incorrect and John Harrington with Bloody Roar he's correct
1: hell yeah (laughs) oh man Um, what a fucking game (laughs) Have uh, you ever played Bloody Roar? Uh, only, like, I have vague recollections of playing it at some point back in the 90s. Uh, briefly, I just want to say, uh, if you Google unlockable meaty arms, uh, that comes up <laughs> as one of the top results. <laughs> so uh,
4: Really? Because all I got was arms. That's what Nintendo I was like. Game.
1: I was like, meaty arms. Oh, it's arms. Uh, meaty arms with kid mode. No, 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 delete that. Uh, Meteor <laughs> <laughs> Un- uh, Unlockable
2: <laughs> Meteor Episode <laughs> title.
1: <laughs> uh, Meteor Arms Kids Mode, and I am on a list. Um, yeah. No. Uh, so, Bloody Roar it's a fighting game where you're fighting as people, but you can transform into animals, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah.
2: Or animal
0: people.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Close. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Where people, animal people. I don't know what the. There's probably some, you know. I don't know fantasy nerd term for that that I don't know of, but
2: there uh, actually is uh, anthropomorphize. Zoanthrope. Zoanthrope. Okay. <laughs> well, it's in the uh, the wiki, the bloody wiki.
1: Sure, <laughs> the old bloody wiki. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you know I have like vague memories. 3D, like you know, Tekken style kind of fighting, right? And you're yeah, and you turn it into animals at some life. point.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, more or less like dead or alive, or like you said, Tekken. But you can transform into animals, and um, it's a pretty cool game. Like you can, you, the, the trick is to wait until you've done as much damage in human mode that you can, and then then go into uh like beast mode to finish them off and stuff. And yeah. and you can like do combos with and like turn into the animal like right next to them, and that'll hurt the person and stuff. And um, it's it's a pretty cool game. Like I feel like they need a new one now just to, yeah, like guess what guys.
1: I mean, you know, fighting games with transformations, I don't think those will ever get old, like, you know that's, I don't know and a new set of animals would be pretty tight or just, I mean, hell, like everything's being ported to the Switch these days just port a Playstation port of this, of uh, this straight oh, to oh, the yeah. Switch, you know
0: so to say, be, like, uh, I to say, like, I don't that. know
4: that I've heard of this game, but what amounts to, like fighting game but with werewolves sounds amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Pretty
4: much.
2: Fighting
1: game with like, were uh, moles. You know, doesn't a character turn into a mole in this game? Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, I
2: was going to list the characters. <laughs> There's uh, Yugo who turns into a wolf. Um, Alan uh, turns into a lion. Um, oh, yeah. Gendo. Uh, Bakuryu turns into a mole. Uh... <laughs> Mitsuko turns into a a wild sow. Uh, Jinlong turns into a Chinese tiger. Um, Alice turns into a rabbit. Uh, Greg turns into a gorilla. And uh. Also, you just gotta love that name Greg. When was the last time you were in the fighting game and you like have all these cool characters and then Greg? That's what I love <laughs>
1: about you know mundane ass fighting game characters. Again, like Tekken, yeah. you know Paul is one of the yeah, best Paul. characters in the game. <laughs> like, you know, and then they added Bob and it's like you gotta be kidding me, man! Like, are they really running low on American names? You got Paul and Bob in the game. Like, you know, they have cool last names maybe, but like, come on, Paul. Greg, Greg the gorilla. At least call him Greg Rilla.
2: Yeah. Then um, Hans is a fox. But um, yeah, I remember playing uh, the one on GameCube, Primal Roar, I think it was called or something, and it was it was pretty good. Um, and I played this one, but in the arcade, it was called Beasterizer, which um, is a weird name. Dope. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. You know.
3: That is definitely a, like, as-seen-on-TV type product that I would buy in a heartbeat.
1: Yeah. Or, or it's, uh, nowadays, that's probably a fucking Facebook link you click to find out your fucking persona. You know, like, <laughs> click on the beast yeah. riser and see what you would look like as an animal. Mrow. Sponsored by Bloody Roar on Switch. Like,
0: yeah. You know, oh, man.
1: Make it happen. Make some money. <laughs> I know how to make money on the internet. Not really. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. but that's a that's a new Patreon goal. It's a Facebook app that determines your first just, Sona and is tied into Bloody yeah.
4: Roar. <laughs> no, I was just about to say, like, I know how to make money on the internet. No, I don't. Also, visit patreon.com slash Game That
1: Dude. Yeah. While we're on that subject, <laughs> we could use some more money in our Patreon. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know. I'll Actually, get you, David will draw anybody Patreon? a fursona if they give us money on our Patreon. Boom. New world.
4: We create a Facebook app that tells you which one of the Game That Tune hosts you actually are.
1: Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you know, Facebook, like, you know, spam link that you click. It's like what you would look like as, you know, a Game That Tune host. And it's just (laughs) your picture and then a picture of John Regan. (laughs) What?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Literally, all it is, it just takes your profile picture and adds, like, an MS Paint version of headphones onto you.
1: that's a good idea.
2: <laughs> that sounds pretty easy to do, yeah. Johnny. How long did it take to make that?
1: Program it.
3: Uh, like ten minutes, I think. Yeah, <laughs>
1: he's on it. <laughs> oh shit. Um, but yeah, I wish I had some more specific memories of Bloody Roar. So was this like Mortal Kombat levels of like, uh, you know, bloody? Was was no, were there no, fatalities it and shit like
2: that? It was. It was more like uh, Tekken, but. You know how whenever you hit someone in Tekken, there's all those, like, weird sparks and stuff sometimes? It's like that, but blood. So, like, it's sparingly blood. Like, there's blood, because there's bloody roar, of course. And sometimes when you're a wild animal, like, one of your attacks is to bite the fuck out of them. um, (laughs) So there's going to be blood. It's just not, like, you know, Mortal Kombat craziness, you know? Right. And the walls break if you uh, uh, hit them hard enough. Whenever you're about to, like, if you're doing the, like, your last move on them, then it'll break the wall and they'll go flying off the stage, which is a nice little effect.
1: Shit, yeah. Yeah, I love it, man. It would be pretty funny if there were just no blood or if, like, Nintendo kept up its, like, early SNES puritanical standards so it became sweaty roar.
0: Uh, Ugh.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Which just doesn't have the same (laughs) ring.
3: Somehow, sweaty War is way more disgusting than bloody roar. Oh, it's yeah, yeah it's right. it's way yeah. way
1: more sexual than <laughs> therefore just you know it just puts the wrong image in your head. Bloody roar. Oh, it's a fighting game. Swe- sweaty roar. It's a coming game. I'm, you know, I'm not really what?
3: sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go more PG and just say workout game. Like yeah. game takes place nope.
2: Nope, Not there's, the coming game.
3: There's a
1: distinct... But the question
4: there... is, like, are you, are you getting to a point where you're so sweaty you want to roar, or are you roaring so loudly that you break a sweat?
1: That is a question for <laughs> whenever we get around to making this game. I love it.
4: <laughs> See, I'm just picturing, like, a werewolf just, like, screaming and howling and roaring. Ah! Oh,
1: man. man. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's how I feel every week when we make game that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking so much that I break a sweat.
3: A sweaty Roar sounds like a game where you just plays me walking up and downstairs. Ooh <laughs> self burn
0: <laughs>
4: See you broke up so I just kind of heard like sweaty roar and then downstairs and I was kind of afraid of where you were taking it.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. I was like, I miss key details in that joke. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. Anyway, Jesse, anything else on uh, bloody sweaty roar?
2: No, I think we covered it. It's a you know a good fighting game. I think if you haven't checked it out, you should. You know, yeah. And that's it.
1: Fuck yeah, Johnny, let's do it.
0: Game three. Oh, should I She's him to do a sweaty roar.
1: right so uh this is the fan request for the evening this comes to us from a frequent requester and sometimes game that tune guest appearance guy pat perkins and uh this game's final boss fight can be avoided in favor of an abrupt and unsatisfying ending by choosing the wrong dialogue option I was happy to see that jesse appeared to figure it out as soon as the first song started playing so <laughs> how's everybody else feeling <laughs> okay john has produced a google image search for a drawing of a dick uh david fleming says the curse of monkey island and jesse as predicted has the correct answer of breath of fire three Boom! hell yeah <clears throat> David's grumbling. No, no, I
4: merely uh, <laughs> had a frog in my throat. <clears>
1: throat. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Jesse, I take it then that you played Breath of Fire three?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 an awesome game. Fuck yeah. Um, it's an RPG, Capcom. Um, the first in the series on the PlayStation. Um, jazzy soundtrack.
1: Yeah, I think that was gonna be. Pat suggested trivia, this is the first game to be released for PlayStation in which the previous entries in the series were released for Nintendo system something something. It was yeah, convoluted, it so I went convoluted. with the other trivia about the endings. <laughs> so,
3: yeah. Um, Your phrase is, the first series to jump from Nintendo exclusive to PlayStation exclusive or something like that.
1: I could have. I did uh, not. Thank you, John. You know, you, uh, you know, well, Do pretty good tribute, Final there...
2: Fantasy VII came out that year too, so that would be incorrect.
3: Boom! Uh, suck it, John. <laughs>
4: also, um, Mega Man X Four, which is yeah.
3: the first PS
2: exclusive
1: Ooh, one. Suck yeah. it so many times, John. Uh,
2: Nintendo just got fucked. Yeah. All over. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Let out the sweaty roar. Um, <laughs> but yeah. uh... You know, Jesse, so did you ever make it to the ending and choose the uh, wrong dialogue option?
2: <laughs> no, I'm, I think, I think I'm think i about, like, 10 hours from the ending. Mm. But, like, it's, it's to a point where I haven't played in so long, so whenever I do want to play, I'll have no idea where I'm supposed to go. So it's just, like, I either have to start over or not play it anymore.
1: I love that <laughs> feeling, coming back to an RPG. Like, <laughs> it's like, okay, what the fuck was just happening? Like... <laughs> This uh, these games really need a rundown feature sometimes, 'cause uh you know, just talking to random townspeople, sometimes you can't get your bearings. Like you know, you really lose yeah, the thread.
2: Have... <laughs> they make uh, things worse sometimes.
1: Yeah. I've discovered the added layer of that more recently in like modern games. It's like wait, uh, I totally forgot like the combat flow of this game. <laughs> like a windowed oh, RPG yeah. is one thing, but like man if I you know I tried to jump back in like Final Fantasy 15 after a few weeks away of playing something else it's like wait a minute I don't remember how to kill anything oh shit <laughs> like, I'm in
3: trouble <laughs> this is bad y'all <laughs> that's why I gravitate more towards games like Guitar Hero nowadays cause yeah like, I can come back a year later it's I don't need to remember anything I've realized that's why I
1: play so many fucking fighting games <laughs> like yeah I know how to do this quarter circle button uh, you know nailed it i'm in um but yeah so uh the the endings in breath of fire 3 are pretty funny um you know if you get to the final like you're, you're talking to the final what turns out to be the final boss and she tells you like oh you can give up your powers and live in a quiet isolation and make the world a peaceful place and not change anything you know but you gotta give up your powers so, do you want to give up your powers or not? And then, you know, it's like, you know, if you don't give them up, you fight her. And if you do, the game ends. <laughs> and it's really funny, like, it's like, yeah, you know, uh, John chose to give up his powers and lived a quiet and, you know, unsatisfied life. And says something like, and time passed, unchanging Finn. And I'm just like... Damn, man! Can you imagine if that happened in, like, other games? Like,
4: you got to That's the end of, like... went with Monkey Island, because that seems like a very Monkey Island thing to do. <laughs> like, LeChuck standing there is like, shall yeah. we duel?
1: No. Nah. Alright. <laughs> yeah. Man. Exactly, like, do you want to fight? I've decided, no. <laughs> like, oh. Alright. And Bowser took the princess and, uh, you know, escorted Mario from the castle the end Mario went back to Brooklyn and began his plumbing business in earnest with his brother John Leguizamo like where does you know where do these games go if they give you the dialogue option to not beat them in the right way
3: <laughs> like I, I love when games do that Cave Story has that as an ending yeah. there's a point where it's like so do you want to just like leave now and you can be like okay and <laughs> you just leave the island and everyone die.
2: that's like, so well, fucking funny yeah <laughs> the uh The force Unleashed games they you could always do something and have like an alternate timeline happen like you kill a Darth Vader and replace him and then like there's, like, a, a DLC pack where you, like, kill Obi-Wan and go to Hoth and kill, uh, or you make Luke go to the dark side and, and like, smash the Millennium Falcon with the Force and Sweet. stuff. And love it's, it. like, really fucked up and crazy.
1: See, that sounds really cool. It'd be great if, it, like, you just made one choice and the game just ended and, like, you're just kind of sitting in a spaceship, like, man, that was crazy adventure. That almost got really out of hand. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It, it reminds so
4: basically me of... what we're seeing is we, we wish that more video games had the Avengers shawarma scene as <laughs> yes. the ending.
1: I was going to say, it reminds yeah. me of uh, in, you know, uh, the 2004 uh, and completely unremarkable movie Dodgeball. Uh, on the DVD <laughs> they had the alternate ending and it's just...
4: <laughs> I forgot about that. It's again.
1: just Vince Vaughn being hit with a dodgeball and then Ben Stiller going like
3: Yeah! Yeah!
1: <laughs> and then the credits roll. <laughs> it's just like... Wait a minute, like, in 2004, I thought that would have been the funniest fucking thing ever. It turns out, you know, Breath of Fire came up with it, you know, years before that. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just
0: you know, we the really should have noticed
4: once, you know, you you get to that dungeon in Breath of Fire <laughs> and unlock the dodgeball weapon.
1: Yes. Like, oh, man. And Steve the Pirate joins your party. <laughs> the purple, you have to fight the purple cobras. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's it. We've we've done it. We've connected Breath of Fire three with Dodgeball in some way. My you know my work here is
2: done. Done. <laughs> that does things.
1: Um, but yeah. Uh, so it's a Capcom RPG. Jesse, uh, give us a give us a rundown. You know.
2: Yeah. It's um you're like this uh, boy that can turn into a dragon, and um, there's like characters that reoccur and all the. Uh, Breath of Fire games, but I don't think they're actually connected, or if they are then it's very loosely or something. I'm not exactly sure. But, right. Are all um, dragons
1: like dead in these games or something? Like, you know, do they kill dragons? Is that why it's Breath of Fire? It's like a sad, like, oh, I wish there were some dragons around, or there or is it just like swarming yeah, it, with dragons?
2: It seems like the whole the thing is, is there's not a lot of dragons. Like, it's been a long time since I've played it. Right. Um,
1: you know, Jay's <laughs> man, I thought you would be fresh on this. Like, well, I, I thought... <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I'm sorry, but yeah, like the, and the battles are really fun. Um, like I said, uh, Ryu, he's the main character, he can turn into a dragon, and you can like turn into different kinds of dragons to do like different types of abilities and stuff. And it's really cool. Um, like the battles are really neat. Um, the dungeons can be pretty long and you know, hard. You know, <laughs> just like I like them. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh.
1: <laughs> I was going to say it's a Capcom RPG. The main character is Ryu. He turns into a yeah. dragon. Can you then punch somebody? I don't think so. Ah, you know, I think he's
2: like you can scratch them.
1: Cuz I mean a dra- you know, a dragon punch from a character named Ryu. Uh, would have told me that Capcom at that time was devoid of new ideas, and they were just trying to repackage their previous products with new game formats. Yeah, you know, definitely not something Capcom would ever do. So, <laughs> um,
2: there's a, a really cool fishing mini game that the game is uh, famous for. Like a lot of people love the fishing in these games, hmm. and three had really good fishing in it. Sweet. Um, I kind of prefer four, but that's uh, just me uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you know why are there so many games with fishing mini games? i think about it like it's you know I don't know did, you know what purpose does fishing serve in this otherwise like you know strange fantasy RPG like you know
2: you can get um, like really cool items and stuff like it's mostly optional sure
1: I was, you know, I'm thinking think also about, like, Final I, Fantasy fifteen. You can just pull over anywhere and start fishing. It's, like, literally one of the characters. It's the main character's, like, skill. You know, it's like, hmm, okay. Fishing. Why not? But, uh, that's tangent. Whatever. Johnny, tell us a fishing story.
3: Um, well, I actually got the Fishing Merit badge back when I was in the Boy Scouts. Oh. I'm actually pretty not terrible at it. Really?
2: Uh... Yeah, I really don't like doing... It. Big. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I'm
4: sorry, John. I completely trampled over your story. Please continue.
1: Yeah, you about to tell a really proud story. Uh, no.
2: That was the end of the story.
1: <laughs> no, I wasn't. I told the story. <laughs> you heard it. Uh, well, how did
2: you get the badge? By fishing. Yeah. Like, yeah. like what? what... Constitutes is a good fisherman in the
3: Boy Scouts. Oh, God, it's been years. <laughs> the only thing I truly remember from the merit badge was the instructor being like, you know, I don't go fishing, I go catching. That's why like, That's you keep saying, saying that?
1: It's something you picked up in Boy
3: Scouts? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. That's actually, I'm really glad we got off on this tangent. That's like filling in a piece of Game That Tune lore.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> Anyway,
4: oh man, the, sto- the this is or, you your know. backstory that you never bothered to ask for, yeah, where John's catchphrase comes
1: from. Yeah, we learned the origin <laughs> of one of Johnny's maybe twice used catchphrases. <laughs> so, hell yeah.
2: I think it should, should be we... on the soundboard.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, Johnny, give us a nice... Just cle- that
2: catchphrase or the whole backstory?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Johnny, give us a nice clean read on I don't go fishing, I go catching.
3: I don't go fishing, I go catching.
1: And now give us a nice, clean read on the backstory of I Don't Go fin- No, don't do that. Let's just... <laughs> New free play jingle. Oh, man. Next free play jingle just needs to be Johnny's backstory of that. With a trap beat, we're good to go. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you, Pat, for the request. Breath of Fire 3 is dope. And uh, Johnny, let's, uh, let's go to the next game.
0: Game 4.
4: Trivia for this game, this is the only title in its series, despite the game's name, which makes it appear to be a sequel. Perhaps that song was a bit of a hint as well. I tried to not go with very obvious music.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think I'm on the right track. I hope I remembered the title. John, try harder, my friend. <laughs>
4: so John says the Star Wars Special Editions were a mistake.
1: We all learned that in 1997. Incorrect. He's not wrong.
4: <laughs> I mean, it's incorrect as an answer. Um, Jesse says Goonies 2, which is incorrect. And John Harrington has the correct answer with Super Puzzle Fighter 2, I think? All right. <laughs> Technically, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Oh, <laughs> oh that's of course it was.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Super Puzzle Fighter 2, Special Champions Edition, Hyper Fighting. Um, trying to think of the other Street Fighter 2 subtitles. <laughs> Yeah, Ultimate Super World Puzzle Warriors. Fighter 2. You know, the World Warrior. Yeah. Gotcha. Which,
4: I do love the fact that this is... I mean, they, they released a port-ish, sequel-ish, remake-ish, like, on Android and iOS, I think, last year. Um, but technically, there's only been one Puzzle Fighter game, and they made a point to name it Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo just to make fun of... How ridiculous the Street Fighter naming convention was!
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad they recognized that even in 1997. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, we're getting out of hand with this, aren't we? <laughs> so, did anybody play Puzzle Fighter?
3: When this came out, I thought I was way too late to the series based on this name, and so I didn't play it. <laughs> Shit, there
4: must have been, like, four of these already.
1: I <laughs> yeah. can't touch this. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm bad go. at puzzles.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, God, yeah, first they were street and now they're puzzling. Yeah, so it's, uh...
1: From what I know of it, it's like... It's a Puyo-Puyo-type game, right? Like, uh... Help me out here, yes, David.
4: It is... It is it is straight up a puzzle game. Um, there's, there's no actual fighting in it. It's, it's a competitive puzzle game. Right. Um... But it's kind of cool because unlike Puyo Puyo or Tetris or all the other falling block things, you're not trying to match up a specific number. Uh, You've got colored blocks and you stack them and then you get special... Oh god, I forget what they're called. I think they're called like break blocks or something Mm. in (laughs) colors. And once those touch a block of the same color, everything of that color disappears. So the goal is to, like, make up giant stacks of, say, green blocks, and then wait for the green destructive block, touch that, shatter all of
1: them. Okay, yeah, no, I've definitely seen a video of that, and I was sitting there wondering, I'm like, why is this guy stacking all these yellow blocks? Like, you know, bro, you know, you could break those. Like, why aren't they breaking? And then he got, like, one thing, and he got, like, you know, a two-chain that did, like, five of one thing, but then, like, 40 of the other block and just annihilated the other person's board. I'm like, oh, <laughs> now the game makes sense. I mean,
4: you can technically sit there and just match like two and two and two and two, but it doesn't really mess with the other person. You have to chain like huge blocks and combos. Yeah. And the whole gimmick is a bunch of Capcom fighting characters are like in the center of the screen in super deformed, chibi, adorable style. And every time that you make a match, they do a move, either like a punch or a taunt or a super or a special move. And the bigger the chain that you have, the more intense the move is. So you're not actually controlling the characters. You're just kind of playing the puzzle game and it's just a neat little visual. I like it. Have Um, you played the mobile version? I have not, but from what I'm to understand, they include way more characters. Because the original game has, like, Ryu, Chun-Li, Sakura, um, Felicia, Morrigan from Darkstalkers. You can unlock Akuma and Dan and Devilot from some weird, obscure fighting game from Capcom. And that's pretty much it. Like, it's a small roster, and if I remember correctly, the mobile one, you can get, like, Ken and Zangief and Mega Man X, and, like, they really expanded out. Sweet. I'm downloading it now.
1: I thought <laughs> that it was, uh, I thought it was just Street Fighter characters. You were, like, naming them, and it's like, and Felicia, and, you know, Morgan. I'm like, uh ho <laughs> you have my attention, sir. Uh, <laughs>
4: yeah, it's like... It's like half Street Fighter, half Darkstalkers, and then, like I said, Dan and Devilot and Akuma are added in there.
1: Sure. Yeah, you know, I'm into it. All in
4: Super Chibi Deformed style.
1: I love Chibi Akuma. It's just precious. Yeah, it's just to
4: say nothing beats Chibi
1: Akuma. He's just so cute, and he's so angry. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, um, you know, yeah after your description, I'm like, yeah, wait, I've definitely not played this, but I definitely have seen videos of it just to see, like, the little cute animations and things, and it was like, oh, Sakura threw, like, a fucking super ultimate finishing move when that guy broke, like, you know, 30 blocks at the same time. This is cool. I could see why people were into this. And then, is this, did you say this is literally the only game in this series? Like, was this their only entry in, like, puzzle fighting? Yeah. This Great. Is it. Thanks, they, Capcom. There's this, <laughs> they
4: re-released it on, like, PlayStation Network, Xbox Live Arcade with an HD version. And then there's the mobile version. And that's it. It's like, because you would think that, like, Capcom, of all companies, would pump out sequels to this, like, every other year.
1: Yeah. See, the problem is they used up all of their titles on the first entry. Like, they could have just called it Puzzle Fighter. And it could have been not very good. And then you could have called it Puzzle Fighter 2, and it could have been one of the best games of all time. And then you start adding superlatives to it, and you, know, you could have cranked out at least seven of these. But, uh... uh Clearly geez. there was
4: a Japanese board meeting that's like, "Yeah, hey, this game is pretty fun, we should make another one. What are we gonna call it? <laughs>
1: well, scrap it. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> oh, crap. Should we call it Super Puzzle Fighter 3? You know, man is thrown out window. <laughs> like, uh well Actually
4: I would play the hell out of Super Puzzle Fighter third strike.
1: Hell yeah, man. Yeah. You know. Or like Super Puzzle Fighter Alpha, man, get a little Charlie in there. You know? Or you know, SNK versus puzzle fighter. You know, I mean <laughs> there's gotta be like there's gotta be ways to have made more of these games. It makes no sense. It's just it's one game where you literally just throw a few sprites in there. It's not even a fighting game, it's just puzzles, like Ugh, you know, Capcom, of all companies, should really know how to milk an idea. <laughs> like, how did yeah, they not? Yeah, exactly. ay <laughs> ay. Um,
4: Or at the very least, could we get, like, a puzzle fighter in a versus Capcom game where it's just, like, Chun-Li, but half the size? Yes, and- one of her special moves is throwing a block
1: at you. Now, that would be really funny if, yeah, they, you know, <laughs> these characters were separate entities from their existing, uh, from the original characters. So yeah, you get a chibi, you know, Ryu, and, you know, instead of throwing a Hadouken, when you do the input, it just drops a block on somebody. Like, ow! <laughs> yeah, like, what
4: the oh, fuck, it's man? It's gotta be Chibi Kakuma. And then when you do the raging demon, it just goes black, and a bunch of blocks <laughs> fall everywhere. junk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dude, yeah. That uh that needs to happen. <laughs> so yeah. That's uh, gotta
4: be a Moogan character. It yeah. has to be.
1: Uh Marvel vs. Capcom vs. Puzzle Fighters. Um, coming soon, I assume, because Marvel vs Capcom Infinite is already tanking, so that's Mar that's Capcom's next move is Capcom vs Chibi Capcom. You know, that's gotta be uh it's gotta be in the works. It's gonna be great. <laughs> um
4: I mean I'd play it, hell.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I don't know, here on this podcast, we don't really like things that are absurd, so, yeah, there's no way we'd play this game if they released it, I mean, come on, HOW ABSURD IT'S JUST
0: RIDICULOUS. <laughs> like,
1: um, but anyway, fuck yeah, uh, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, David, anything else on uh, this, or Puyo Puyo games in general, or uh, tiny little no, characters you'd like to a... see made chibi?
4: It's a surprisingly fun puzzle game. Um, like, when I when I first played it, I thought, like, okay, it's going to be some kind of weird hybrid puzzles fighting game. It's not. It's just a puzzle game that has cute little sprites, and I wish <laughs> they made another one.
1: Yeah. You know, get on that, Capcom, or we're going to have to make it a new Patreon goal. Hmm? You know. Don't make us do this. We, we don't yeah, program. We... Uh, but we'll do it. You know, <laughs> once we hit that $100 tier. We're programming a new uh, puzzle fighter game. So, boom. There you go. Uh, Johnny? Am,
3: am I the we in that? Yes. <laughs> we just said?
1: Yeah. Is it me? You're the programmer. Yes. David's the artist. And me and Jesse are the guys that hang out and take all the credit. <laughs> it's going to be really great. So, uh,
4: all those. producer. Producer is the word you're looking for.
1: Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Patreon.com slash um, game that too. Johnny, let's keep it going, man. <laughs>
0: Game 5
1: So, trivia for this game, Um, this is the final entry in this series that was released in arcades. you guys feeling good? I think so? <laughs> oh man, Johnny's uh, Johnny's on the right track. Let's see it. <laughs> oh man. Uh Johnny and Jesse both say Mortal Kombat 4 and they're correct. David said Tekken 3, sadly incorrect. Oh, yeah. Johnny on the board with Mortal Kombat 4. Thank goodness. I didn't want you to come back and strike out, man. <laughs> so sad. It happens, man. It happens a lot to you. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm not sure how many Tekken games were released in arcades, but I know the arcade around the corner from my house definitely has Tekken 5. So, uh, you know, sadly, David's answer is incorrect. But Mortal Kombat 4 is uh, pretty dope. How many How uh, How many? How many of you guys played this?
4: I think I did. Is this the first 3D one?
1: Yes. It's the one for Nintendo 64.
2: <laughs> yeah, I definitely this... rented it on that 64. Yeah. Definitely. I, I don't think
4: I've played this one. I've played later 3D ones, but I don't think I ever played this one.
1: Well, this one, it wasn't full 3D. It was still essentially the same, you know, 2D as Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3. But in, you know, there was, uh, you know how they added in 3, the run button? They also added in a, like, sidestep button. So you could sidestep and go into, like, another plane. So it was 3D-ish, but most of the mechanics carried over from the 2D ones. Um, but, man, this, this game was this one have fun the weapons? Shit. Yeah, it had weapons. Every character just has a move you can input, and they produce a weapon from nowhere. They just, you know, like, Sub-Zero pulls out a giant ice sword. From where? Not important you know Scorpion's got like a fucking you know katana it doesn't matter where it came from like you can just press you know push a button and they produce the weapon and then if you do that same button input they throw the weapon which is just the best move in the game <laughs> like you know, it's one thing to actually learn how to fight with the weapon it's a whole nother thing to you know show somebody a giant hammer and then immediately throw it right in their face it's that's a real power move Yeah, like that's
3: how that's how I start every meeting.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's really it's it's an interesting entry in the series because yeah, it's the last one that came out in arcades, and I don't know if they ever planned on releasing the future ones in arcades, but they just didn't. So you know, surprisingly, Mortal Kombat's arcade history ends in 1997, Um, and then. You know, ninety seven was kind of a shit year for Mortal Kombat. Do you uh do you guys remember the other things that came out in nineteen ninety seven? Uh Mortal Kombat related?
2: Oh, that Sub Zero <laughs> game? Uh-huh. <laughs> Did Annihilation come out in ninety
4: seven or was that later?
1: It was ninety seven, man.
4: <laughs> okay. Oh wow.
1: In the span of like a month, Mortal Kombat goes from like being the king of arcades to having released you know, Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero, which is like a prequel to Mortal Kombat 4. And then they released Mortal Kombat 4. Um, and then within like a month they released Mortal Kombat Annihilation and suddenly Mortal Kombat sucks. Like, it was crazy how quick that happened. <laughs> like, you know,
2: you know, but... you know, on paper, that Sub-Zero game should have been really cool. Yeah! Like, it. Like the idea of it sounds really awesome, right?
1: Nope. You know, uh, you know, side-scrolling adventure game starring Sub Zero—pretty cool. But man, uh, apparently the guys at the Mortal Com- at Midway didn't know how to fucking design a dungeon because it's just you know walk, climb a long rope, walk some more. You know, maybe encounter somebody you're familiar with from the Mortal Kombat series, but mostly you're like kicking floating heads. You know, it was it was a bad bad entry. <laughs> And then Mortal Kombat 4. Actually, I mean, you know, I love it. It's you know, it's one of it's one of my favorite entries in the series. But I can see why it wasn't for some people. Like they went with the uh, you know polygons instead of like the photorealistic characters from the previous ones. And you know, there's something lost in that. Like you can do cool, crazy, dramatic fatalities. Like the camera can move around. And, you know, you can do fancy new dismemberments, but at the same time, it just looks worse somehow. (laughs) Like, you know. Yeah. It's it's funny, like, you know, like, I'm trying to think of, like, some of the fatalities in the game. Like, Reptile Straight like just jumps on you and just, like, eats your whole face while the camera pans around. But then, like, the body falls down, and it's just, it's really bad polygons. (laughs) It's like...
2: (laughs) A bunch of boxes. Yeah,
1: just <laughs> it's a box with a shocked emoji for a face. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, you know, they just don't quite nail it. And, but they did keep up the tradition of having no knowledge of the anatomy of the body. Anytime a character explodes in that game, they are full of rib cages and like oh, yes. and like Hell femurs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just two kinds of bones. Forty of them, (laughs) you know, kaboom, (laughs) (laughs) and they can have stuff where like the you know somebody's head gets knocked off and it flies forward and hits the camera, you know, that's pretty cool, but it's bad polygons, so it's like, oh yeah, that's fun, but it barely looks like Johnny Cage. Like, what (laughs) what are we doing here? (laughs) Like, uh,
3: I'd love it if some kind of hack of this game where they replace everybody's faces with emoji, dude.
1: It would work for the for the fatality faces. Apparently when you peel the skin off of these characters, they all have the same disgusting, awful face underneath. And it just looks like they've, you know, been really they're shocked to learn that they've they're being killed. Like Yeah, it's the same face over and over again. Like you
4: wouldn't be shocked (laughs) to be murdered and have 14 rib cages
1: explode out of your body. I mean, I would if it were just abrupt, but, you know, you gotta fight three rounds first, so, like, you know, if I get my ass kicked that bad and then, you know, I just explode into a burst of fucking, you know, rib cages and femurs, no, that's not shocking. I lost. That's how it goes. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's really something that I'm trying to trying to think of what else they got in this game. I mean, you know, there's a couple of new characters that are not particularly interesting, You know, it's clear that most of the new characters are replacements for previous characters. Like, oh, there's Jarek. You know, he's, uh, like, he's a bounty hunter guy and, you know, blah, blah. And one of his fatalities, he suddenly has laser eyes and, like, cuts you up with them. Um, is Kano in the game? No. No, he's not. (laughs) But this guy is. You know, Jarek with the laser eyes is in the game. Uh, you know
4: is this I have to look up is this the one where they added like the Batwoman
1: no no they didn't do anything that cool for this one Uh, you know they you know the new characters are Fujin who is an old man with a ponytail who clearly was supposed to be Sindel from Mortal Kombat 3 Jarek who's a replacement for Kano Kai who has no personality Reiko who is a mix between Johnny Cage and Shao Kahn also, having no personality, Quan Chi, who is one of the most badass characters they've ever had to the game. Uh, that's
2: my favorite kind of peanut butter. Quan Chi? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God, John, soundboard! <laughs>
2: Get out.
3: Oh, good now.
1: No soundboard?
3: <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's, it's gone. That, that, yeah. <laughs> um, that's beyond soundboard.
1: Shinnok, who is a replacement for Shang Tsung. Tanya, who is literally a palette swap of Katana. And then there's an unlockable character, Meat, which is just a, uh, like a body with no skin that's constantly bleeding, which is really funny. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, you know, the uh, you know, new character's not so great. But one of the things that is great about this game is... Uh, it had a first for the series did anybody ever beat Mortal Kombat 1 2 or 3
3: oh no well maybe I think I beat the first one
1: yeah do you remember the endings for those games
2: wasn't it like you won
1: yeah it was like you know congratulations you're the ultimate warrior here's some text and a picture showing how the story ended um, in Mortal Kombat 4 they added a new feature they added voiced and like fully uh, fully acted cutscenes using the uh, character models um, and they oh are, is this they, where that started? they range from awesome to fucking ridiculous and stupid so you should all open up the uh, document I provided you labeled dramatic reading um, you know cause we're gonna do a brief dramatic reading of the best ending in the entire game It's, uh, it's Jax's ending to Mortal Kombat 4, which is just the best piece of fucking, (laughs) like, writing, acting, use of 3D models,
3: you know, um... Yeah. There's already a line in here that I don't know how you're
2: supposed to perform it. We'll see what happens. We will figure it out.
3: So uh, th-
1: if
2: it's the one I think it is, I'm worried about it, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we need to decide on characters here. Uh you know, does anybody have a character they would like to play? Johnny, you feel like a Jarek. You uh I think Johnny needs to play the role of Jarek, the non Kano, right. you know, bounty hunter guy. Uh David and Jesse, can you guys agree who should play Jax versus Sonya?
2: I'll be Sonya
1: sweet alright so this is the ending from Mortal Kombat 4 for Jax and the part of Jarek will be played by John Regan the part of Sonya Blade will be played by Jesse Moore King David playing Jackson Briggs and I will be reading the stage directions and three two one scene Jarek faces Sonya Blade with mountains in the background
2: it's over Jarek Shinnok is dead The good guys won! You're coming with me!
1: Jarek begins aggressively walking towards Sonya Blade.
3: Never, Sonya. I agreed to help defeat Shinnok, not turn myself into the special forces. The Black
2: Dragon, live on!
1: The camera reveals that Sonya has been backed up to a steep cliff.
2: The Black Dragon died with Kano! You're the last one, Jarek. Never! Jarek
1: rushes Sonya, falling forward over the cliff, screaming. Babble scream? That's pretty good, man. Sonia peers over the cliff and pulls out her radio.
2: <laughs> Come in, Major Briggs. This is Lieutenant Sonya Blade. <laughs> Jarek,
1: climbing back up the cliff, grabs Sonia by the ankle and throws her off the cliff to her death. The camera cuts to Sonia's radio on the ground.
4: Sonia, this is Major Briggs. Sonia, this is Jax. Are you there? Sonia!
1: Jarek stomps on the radio, crushing it. He laughs sinisterly and turns to walk away.
4: <laughs> Going somewhere, Jarek?
1: Jarek is immediately met by Major Jackson Briggs, who effortlessly lifts him by the neck. Jax!
4: I thought you were... Thought I was what? Dead? Like my partner you just tossed off the cliff?
1: <laughs> Jax walks to the edge of the cliff and lowers Jarek to his eye level.
3: I- I'm sorry, Jax. Please, don't drop me. Wait. Wait. I promise. Too late, Jerick. You can't drop me. You have to uphold the law. You have to arrest me. Wait, wait. This is brutality. You can't do it. Wrong, Jerick. This is not a
4: brutality.
1: Mortal Kombat finishing music plays. <laughs> this is a
4: fatality.
1: Jerick drops. Jacks drops. Jarek screaming to his death. Uh, there should be another babble scream on there. Johnny hit it. <laughs> It's the best piece of fucking, like, acting and just writing of all time. It's so good.
2: I gotta say, this is perfect timing for Oscar season.
1: I'm saying, man. (laughs) (laughs) It just, it raises so many questions. I mean, like, Sonya somehow lets herself be backed onto a cliff. Jarek rushes her and throws himself over the cliff. Immediately begins climbing back up the cliff throws Sonya off the cliff, and then, you know, he turns to walk away and is literally met immediately by Jax. Like, Jax was, yeah, it was like, what, six feet away? <laughs> like, like he probably could have prevented Sonya because they're on
4: the same <laughs> cliff.
1: But... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sonya, this is Jax. What's going on? <laughs> and then, you know, it's like, I see
0: what, you, is he but... just,
1: like, over there? Because he immediately picks Jarek up. <laughs> and it's like, going somewhere? <laughs> Oh, you just threw my partner off the cliff. Yeah, why didn't you stop me? <laughs> like, it it raises so deep. many questions. Uh, it's That's a- I, I would
4: like to stress, this was a cold read. Yes. So as we got to the lines, like, you can't do this. This is brutality. It's like, oh god, I know exactly where this is going. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, seriously, and that's the other thing, Jerick can't set Jax up for such a severe dunk, like, you can't do this, Jax, this is a brutality, um, no it ain't, motherfucker, this is a fatality, (laughs) like, it's just the best, um, and yeah, the rest of the endings, they're not as good as that one, but, you know, they're a fucking hoot, (laughs) like, so many people explode, So many people are double-crossed. Almost no one survives their own ending in the game. It's really good. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so, um, the game's dope. It's Mortal Kombat 4. It's, uh, still playable if you can find it in an arcade or on a Nintendo 64. I think it holds up fairly well in terms of the gameplay, if not the appearance of it. And... Yeah. It, you know, those fucking endings. That's the thing. You gotta beat the game with everybody because everybody's ending is, you know... I can only think of, like, the only character with a bad ending in the game is the new character, Reiko. And it's because apparently they wanted to include more story for him, and they just didn't have time. But, like, he was supposed to be, like, a reincarnation of Shao Kahn, and his ending was supposed to be, like, him, you know, going through a portal, and then, like, sitting in the throne and having Shao Kahn's helmet come down on his head but instead like they didn't have time to do any of that and so his ending is just him walking into a portal and saying nothing and the game ends like (laughs) it's uh
2: wow what a bummer
1: it really is (laughs) oh who was that guy are we ever gonna see him again nah yeah he's good (laughs) you didn't like him anyway but uh yeah Mortal Kombat 4 is fucking awesome you know a lot of fun Really fucking dumb. And yeah, 1997 was a terrible fucking year for Mortal Kombat. So, you know, if you like bad Mortal Kombat games and bad Mortal Kombat movies, ooh, 1997 was your year. (laughs) You know. Um, But anyway, yeah. Um, Unless somebody else has something to say about uh, this game or, you know, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the worst movie of all time. uh, I think, Johnny, it's time to start the calculating computer if you remember how to do that.
0: Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps.
3: Oh, sorry, I was uh, checking up on the chat. What was that?
0: Beeps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Harrington.
1: Oh, yes. Thank you so much for this. It means so much to me to win episode 97 of Game That Tune. Uh, as the writer and director of Jax's ending. Um, you know, I decided gotta...
2: like play music we can play to like make him have to get off the stage. Ah,
1: damn it. <laughs> now I have to do post production on myself. <laughs> um
2: Hey, play my loser sound. <laughs> no. Oh dear.
3: that was my playoff music. Game that
1: turned Oscar's having supersonic racing is the playoff music would be fucking excellent and uh look forward to that that's a new patreon goal game that tunes oscars um but yeah good game tonight guys um for a theme for the next episode i don't know man you know it's uh you know it's been such a successful run here on game that tune we definitely haven't been like you know eviscerated by a podcast that tears other podcasts apart we definitely haven't had a giant gap in the middle of these episodes uh, you know, I think we've had such a successful run with 90s games that we gotta keep it going! More 90s games in episode 98. So, boom. Done. Um, yeah. Oh, it feels right, man. It feels real right. So, you guys feeling good about that? Anything you want to say before we, uh, bring this thing home?
3: <laughs> this is probably a good time to mention the... YouTube live stream has had some bot upgrades, so it should now be
2: better at finding the song you want.
1: Nice. Jesse, I think you also have something that you wanted to plug perhaps that was published today?
2: Oh yeah, Love Hurts, uh, our Game That Tune wrestling event for February has begun. Um, Our first match is a Ponfar uh, death match between Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock, and um, Ponfar is that weird Vulcan ritual where uh, you have to either mate with a a partner or uh, fight someone in a a, a death battle. So um, that that's fascinating.
1: Awesome! That sounds lovely. I was actually thinking of something else, something more mixtape oriented that might have just come out. Uh,
2: oh, oh! Also, there's <laughs> a, a mixtape of uh, <laughs> um, of Tim Fallon tracks because Tim Fallon is amazing, and it's got a, a fantastic name. Uh, it's called "Fallen in Love" because it's uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> and we're clever. Yeah, so
1: clever, so clever that I think several other video game podcasts yeah. also tweeted out like "Fallen in Love" jokes. I'm just like, all right, yeah, but you know, we gotta step added our game up. Mixtape to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We didn't just make the pun; we fucking made a mixtape. So, boom, yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so there's a lot of awesome stuff going on around here at Game That Tune. We got Jesse's wrestling, we got Johnny's awesome programming on our 24-7 video game music live stream, we got the Fallen in Love mixtape with, you know, a bunch of awesome Tim Fallen tunes. And uh, yeah, we're having a lot of fun, and a lot of that is made possible by patreon.com slash We greatly encourage you to go to Patreon and uh, throw us a couple of bucks, because it pays for our server space. And it encourages us to uh, do awesome projects. Normally, mixtapes are Patreon exclusives, but for Valentine's Day, we wanted to really spread that love all over your chest and just, you know, give it to everybody. So, you know, that's uh, that's what we've done. But yeah, check out patreon.com slash tune, Throw us a couple of bucks, and, uh, you know, we would greatly appreciate it. And a special thanks to our Patreon superfan tier producers, uh alex messenger lance revere andrew oliver you guys are fantastic and we appreciate your contributions to the show and uh yeah great request tonight from our buddy pat we always love getting requests uh by email game that tune at gmail.com or find us on twitter at game that tune shoot us a message and uh you know we'll uh, we'll take it and add it to the queue Find us in the chat room of our 24-7 video game music live stream at youtube.com slash Game That Tune. You know, throw us a request in there. Anywhere we can find it, we'll take your requests. We love taking requests. And then uh, you can find us all on Twitter. You can find John Regan on Twitter at...
3: J.P. Regan
2: J.R.
1: Shit, yeah. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at... D.F.D. Fleming.
2: And you can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at sega underscore legend
1: hell yeah and you can find me on twitter at jgangsta 187 and uh, yeah we're bringing it home with fantastic 1997 bonus tunes my game tonight was mortal kombat 4 the movie that year mortal kombat annihilation the bonus tune the theme to the mortal kombat movies updated annihilation version uh so let's hear that fucking fantastic Mortal Kombat theme. Peace out, everybody. is copyright 1997, Sega Enterprises Limited. Bloody Roar is copyright 1998, Hudson Soft Company Limited. Breath of Fire 3 is copyright 1997, Capcom Company Limited. Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo is copyright 1996, Capcom Company Limited. Mortal Kombat 4 is copyright 1997, Midway Games Incorporated.
0: I should have asked him to do a sweaty roar.